Welcome to this week's episode of the Free and Fridays podcast. And I have two guests this week, two very interesting guests who've got a, compared to my previous guests, a very unique story. Uh, so first of all, please welcome Sammy and Evie. Hi. Hi, girls. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Now, a bit of context. Uh, Evie is my youngest daughter who has a bit of an interesting story and Sammy's one of our best mates who has the same sort of story. So as we always start this podcast with the same question, um, what's the big change that you two are going through or haven't gone through? We're finishing high school, ending the HSE onto um, real life now. Yeah. Wow, it's a big moment. Yeah. So 12 years of institutionalisation in a school, mm-hmm. learning what you're told to learn. Mm-hmm. Now you can wake up and do nothing or anything. How does it feel having finished that part of your lives? Well, it feels pretty freeing, but also... Yeah, it's kind of scary. For years we've been told, not told what to do, but we've had a plan for us. Because mm. we needed it as kids, but I still feel like a kid. <laughs> like, yeah. I still need the... Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. Push and that motivation to actually, yeah. like, do something. Now we just have so much time, we don't actually, like... Yeah. We don't know what... We have so much time that it's just scary, but it's so, exciting. Uh, l- l- let me pick up on both of those comments there. Simon, I'm going to come to you first. Mm-hmm. You said it was freeing. Mm-hmm. What part of it is freeing and which part of you feels more free? Yeah, well, just being able to, you know, choose what we do on a daily basis and, you know, being able to study what we want in the future, like to sp- choose a specific like career path. Um, and that's good not being how ha- being have to like... Um, just learn what we're being taught, like the syllabus that it isn't really like um, adapted to like the individual being able to choose what specifically you want to, you know, study. Thank you. And, and Evie, <laughs> you said it's scary. What's the scary part and which part of you is the most scared? I think it's scary because there's, there's no plan. No one has a plan. I mean, you can have your I'm going to uni for a year, but mm. it's kind of the start of your life. You plan from now to... The end, like it's you have school and that's sort of everything that everyone does. So you go your own way and it's scary, but in a good way, you know, like pretty overwhelming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so chronologically, you're both adults now. You're 18. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, does it feel like you're adults when you see other adults? Nope. <laughs> I think also because of COVID, we, we haven't really had the 17, 18, year 11 and 12 that most people have. So we haven't. Yeah gone through the the natural stages do you of feel you've missed out yeah yeah, yeah. big time like, yeah like when like going into clubs for the first time <laughs> it's just like what like are we supposed to be here like yeah yeah I feel like we've missed it but it's sort of bonded us together as well yeah. where I feel like we're a pretty close year group yeah compared to most that, yeah. and everyone's also on the same like, yeah level everyone level I feel like field. everyone's just so willing to like be friends and work together and because everyone's just wants to do as best as we can. Yeah. I suspect that in the future, you know, commentators will label these two or three year groups as the COVID year groups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know when you go through trauma and challenge, often you come out the other side stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be interested in how you feel either individually or collectively. You've come out stronger, but also weaker. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, personally, like hearing like the, like, 
like the educational department being like they're going to be the most resilient like year group I honestly don't feel resilient at all like going into HSC I was just like I don't care anymore <laughs> like my study was just like out the window as soon as that second lockdown happened like right. I just lost everything right. yeah I feel like people our age are more motivated for to do like once we're graduated to do what we want because mm-hmm. we haven't been able to do anything yeah. for so long mm-hmm. people are so into like going to uni, getting jobs, traveling. Everyone's very like, let's get stuff done because yeah. we haven't been able to for years. Yeah, yeah you're kind of going from zero to 100 miles yeah. an hour pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. fun. <laughs> it's, 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 it's good. Just start living again, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And as an adult, yeah. not necessarily as a teenager, which yeah. obviously has some barriers to it, whereas, you know, as an adult, you've still got the societal yeah. barriers perhaps, but you can kind of do what you want. Yeah. Mm. Is that exciting? Like, yeah, let's go. Or is like, oh, I don't know what to choose. A bit of both, honestly. Yeah. I think it's exciting with the sort of legal stage where you can, yeah. like, mm. we can vote now. Obviously, we can drink and do all yeah. that sort of stuff. Parents can't tell us what to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's scary that now we are independent. Like, yeah. there's no excuses anymore. So I'm going to ask the parent question. Um, <laughs> because whilst technically at 18 year in society's view, an adult, you don't have to do anything and be told what to do unless it's against the law, for example. But it's interesting, you know, the day before you're 18, you might yeah. understand and respect and do what mum and dad says. <laughs> yeah. And the day after, you kind of go, two fingers up, no chance. But nothing's really changed mm-hmm. other than a day's gone by. What, what do you think now will happen when you hear adults say you should be doing this, you should be doing I don't just mean mums and dads, mm-hmm. but any adult is... Is that going to change for you now that you are chronologically an adult? I think that it, like decisions now might be more negotiated. Right. I mean, in our family, we're pretty yep. have conversations often, but some families don't. Some children yep. are told you're not allowed to do this, and yep. now that they're adults, they can do what they want. But I feel mm-hmm. like it's just more of a respect between kids and parents yeah. once you get to the age where you can be an adult. Yeah, and just like acknowledging it. Obviously, you have your own like perspective, and you want to do something, you're going to do it, but. You know, just taking on other people's, like, ideas. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you to be really judgmental here. Um, And no names. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That would be unfair. (laughs) When you look out into the world and you see other adults, right, other Mm -hmm. adults that you observe, Mm -hmm. what are the traits that you can go, I am never, ever going to do that? I don't want to be like that. And on the other side, what are the traits that you see and go, ooh, I quite like that. I I like that idea. I don't want to get stuck in a every day the same mm-hmm. like living but not really living kind mm-hmm. of thing just mm-hmm. yeah. just surviving I don't want to do I don't want to just survive mm-hmm. in life I want to live get stuff done do things I want to yeah. do not mm-hmm. just work yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'd say the same I'd say I don't really want to get caught up in the whole like materialistic aspect of society um that's just like I don't want to get caught up <laughs> yeah. in that honestly <laughs> but it's kind of inevitable but yeah. Try hard to divert from that. Just yeah. like drama and stuff like that. Yeah. As an emotional conversation with Yeah, like unfriendliness, right. like yeah. that. Like w- within COVID, a lot of that has happened, mm. you know, within friend groups because of, you know, lockdown, like restrictions has like created lots of drama and I guess unfriendliness. But that's what I try to divert away from <laughs> because I do not like that in my life. <laughs> yeah. Sammy, would you explain a bit more? How has lockdown 
created more drama. Yep. So with restrictions on like like people, um, basically I'd say exclusion has occurred a lot. Like obviously it's like it's not something you can control, but it mm. does hurt other people's feelings at the end of the day. Right. Even if it's you know the laws, like yeah, you're gonna get fine. Like mm. but, I think yeah. I think also in lockdown you only see the people you really want to see. Mm-hmm. And so if people don't have some close friends, it, I don't know, I think it could be very isolating. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we did pretty well to see, very yeah, we see a lot of people. Yeah. But mm. it's unless you make the effort or people make the effort with you, lockdown can be, mm. there's, like, you have an excuse to stay home for months. So yeah, It was also mm. really hard because like, we were lucky enough to have you know, our own vehicles to get around during lockdown yeah. and see one other person like outdoors, go for exercise. But some people you know, didn't have that opportunity. They mm-hmm. um like could like you physically can't get in a car with someone else during mm-hmm. that period. So I think it was hard for some people not being able to physically be in contact with other people. Mm-hmm. Just you know over the screen, like you don't really get any like genuine connection with people. Yeah. Evie, you said that you were keen to live life to the <laughs> fullest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that definition may change as you go through different cycles in life. Mm-hmm. What does that look like for an eighteen-year-old? female, just finished school, potentially going to uni, living in New South Wales in Australia. What does that look like for you two? I mean, pretty privileged life we live. So Mm -hmm. I guess, I guess, yeah, just, I think just surrounding yourself with positive people, being around people you actually like, not just people that are there. Mm -hmm. Doing different things. I mean, obviously for us, it's going out, partying, beach. Going to the beach. Social, like that kind of stuff. But just, just being present in life okay. in the small small times. Present in life in the small times. Yeah. Can you give me an example of a small time? Patting my dog. Yeah, like looking yeah. at the sun. That's all cool. the little all the little things that you don't you don't really think about. Yeah. And and when I said small I didn't mean insignificant. Yeah. And you've taken it to mean small moments and in those moments patting your dog, looking at the stars, mm-hmm. those are the most for you, the most precious moments. Is that for you what living life to the full is as an 18-year-old right it's now? It's hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think just being like, present and appreciative of all the little... It's easier to go throughout a day being like nothing really happened. Yeah. Today was an mm-hmm. all right day. I just mm-hmm. went to the beach again where mm-hmm. it's like... Just like you're get, lucky. getting new experiences and just... Because we're, we're obviously starting our lives. Like we want to experience things we haven't experienced before. Mm. And just appreciating it and living in the moment mm. not being attached to your phone and being like oh who's here <laughs> what? who should we invite later <laughs> yeah because yeah. you two probably won't even remember not having phones and these days they're not yeah. phones they're yeah. everything they're, yeah. they're literally your entire life like if you don't have your phone what are you doing like yeah yeah and how much do you think you do you like that is it just because it's the way it is it's necessary I'm definitely passive in it, but I hate it. I I, I hate having a phone. I wish I, I wish, I wish I grew could, up. Like I, I'd say I'm attached to my phone. Like I don't think I yeah. could travel anywhere without my phone. Like I wish I could just yeah throw it against the wall and it breaks and I just never have to touch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's hard. I think it's hard in this society to not have a phone. Like you, mm. especially as young girls, if we went out, yeah, no, it's very clubbing without a phone, a phone. That's mm. like it's stupid of us, really. Right. Yeah. But I think, I definitely wish we grew up, well, I personally wish I grew up a little back in the day when yeah. phones weren't as 
like people had them, but they weren't your life. They weren't like. Mm. Or I wish I had like the resistance to not be like, oh, mm. let me just check my phone. Let me see who just like texted me. Let, like yeah. that notification you get and that urge to just like grab your phone and see who it is. I wish I didn't have that. Yeah. Um, I'm really conscious of uh, often the language that we all use mm-hmm. is pretty dualistic, meaning it's binary. And mm-hmm. the moment you turn 18, you know, older generations, my generation, people might go, oh, you've now t- turned from a girl or young woman, young woman into a woman. I, I don't know whether that's patronising or not, but if we can just hold that thought, yeah. what what is it like for most of your cohort? So not just you two, what do you observe amongst young women of your age as they lean into some mm-hmm. pretty challenging aspects of living? I think there are a lot of norms out there yeah. in society and it does... Re- I'd say it does restrict us a bit of, like, how, like, we feel going into society. I feel like as young, I mean, at least, I feel like I see a big issue with people finding, like, individuality. People aren't, people are scared to, like, Mm. do, like, I think people also don't know who they are yet. I don't think any teenager really knows who they are, but I think especially as girls, we're all put into... This kind this of as same as boys. There's yeah. a lot of stereotypes yeah. in all like where you live, well, like race, like gender, a category. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's hard for people to step outside and be like, "What am I actually when I'm not a girl, eighteen year old? Like, mm. who am I?" Mm. Yeah, I'm, what I'm very sick of hearing. Like, I was in an interview the other day. Is like you have so many opportunities as a woman. Like you're a your advantage because you're a woman and I'm like what does that have anything to do with this interview for one <laughs> for two like like. Why? What's the point? What's the point of, like, why not just see someone for, like, their attributes and what they can give to whatever? Why base them on a gender? Like, that's just, yeah, it annoys me a little bit. I find that interesting, Sammy, that you said that, that Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess, perhaps because of the bias against women, Mm -hmm. that there's more proactivity towards bias for them and that's perhaps why it's used but what I'm hearing you say is despite that you're going to go that's not who I am yeah exactly I'm not defined by that yeah Yeah, we're definitely better with like gender equality we're not there yet but it also Mm. doesn't need to be like we're so lucky it's yeah. not like you're so lucky yeah. being a girl now. Yeah. And like, it doesn't need to be brought up every five seconds. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, Does it feel like that? Yes. Like, yeah. In subtle ways. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In subtle ways. Not all, yeah. It can be implicit or explicit, yeah. but it's like, it's hard to really just like get the right words to describe yeah. it. It's like basically by like saying that and like mentioning inequality, stuff like that, you're just bringing like not more awareness to it because obviously that's a good thing, but it's more like, it's called a sort of a bias in itself to be like... Yeah, it is, you're right. Yeah. Mm. So I'm really interested in, if you're willing to share, Mm. what do you observe about the boys? Because I read a (laughs) really scary stat. I I don't know what the stat is for for girls, but I read a really scary stat that one in seven Mm. men, 15 to 49 in Australia, will take their life. Yeah, yeah. It's just, that's extraordinary. What, What are you observing amongst boys of your age? with the sort of question we've asked you about career mm. and adventure and what life got to hold and any, any thoughts on that? Um, I think especially in the Northern Beaches, I mean, everyone's privileged, but there's a lot of sort of boys club locker room mentality, a lot Still. of that t- oh, every day, right. everywhere. In front of you? 
Or does it go underground just mm. amongst them? I think it's a bit of both. Both. In front of us is probably not as bad as behind our backs. Oh, like, man, that's not yeah. Good, yeah. I mean, I'm sure as a boy, you probably said some things you regret as a teenager. Yeah. We all say it. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think boys, especially our age, walk through life and out of school with like a real sense of entitlement. Yeah. Like they're entitled especially to... Like, in parts of Northern Beaches, there's a yeah. lot more privilege and that's very, like, evident. Mm. Yeah, more, more than you think girls do? Yeah. I yeah. feel like because... I girls are more like... I think especially there's also a lot of all-boys private schools Yeah, and they definitely teach a lot of things yeah. that l- make them leave with an entitled presence that they're, like, entitled to things. Yeah, no, when we were out the other day, these group of boys were like, oh, what school do you... A public school. <laughs> and um, then they were like, oh, like, they gave that face. And I was like, okay, well, just because you yeah. go to a private school doesn't make that make you any better than me. Like, yeah. And, and what's your view on, obviously, there's a, uh, there's a section and a percentage of society that are on the scale. They, they're choosing yeah. neither end. Mm. How do you see that play out with those mm-hmm. challenges that both at one end girls face and at the other end boys face. What about those that are in the middle somewhere? I think they are more discriminated against than women. Than either side. Because they don't fit somewhere, so Mm -hmm. it's hard, like... Yeah, I think also people are slowly getting educated, but there's a lot of, like, unknown, and that scares humans. Not Mm -hmm. knowing is terrifying. Mm -hmm. So if there's someone, Mm -hmm. you're, like, applying for a job, and they're like, I use they, them pronouns, they're like, oh, it's a bit of a hassle. We'll just not. Like, Mm -hmm. it's... Yeah, I think definitely. I also think back onto the, um, like the issue of like mental health and stuff like that. Um, in I know that a lot of girls do like seek more help going to therapy and things like that because. But I know like personally, like guys are more like they suppress everything. Mm. I think and. Like, that sucks. Obviously, I don't know because I'm not male. But, um, like, what I've seen is that they're very more, like, they just push it down. And it's, like, they don't feel like they can talk to anyone about it. That's Mm. what I've seen personally. But I feel like we're still in the society, like, mentality of, like, boys shouldn't cry. As much as we say boys should cry... You know. Like, even even people, like, if you see a boy cry, everyone's like, well, he's, like, not, we wouldn't explicitly be like, he's weak, but everyone's a bit like, oh, like, what happened? Yeah. Like, and why are you crying? That sucks. Yeah, and I think they people still think it's weak to reach out, and it's also overwhelming, it's terrifying. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you grow up in a household that doesn't talk about mental yeah. health or yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. As you are now leaving this institution called school, <laughs> you're not bound by lessons at eight and home mm-hmm. by four, that sort of thing. And you start to engage with other adults of all ranges and sizes and generations. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of maybe some people in my generation. What advice would you have for us as you look ahead into that space of look at all those mums and dads, as you would call us, mm-hmm. that you see, oh, you shouldn't have done this. You should have done this. And I know it's judgmental, but yeah. I'm just interested from your view as an 18-year-old looking at the expanse of here's what's possible, mm. what what do you observe and what advice do you have for some of the oldies like us? Care for the environment. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a big one. Like, we're depleting our world faster than we know it. Oh, yeah. Like, I also think people need to look at themselves and work on themselves before yeah. anything else. Yeah. As much, mm-hmm. Even if you have kids, you have people you need to look after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're only 
subconsciously passing on negative traits to them, mm-hmm. even if you're trying to love yeah, them, care I for them. You need to sort yourself because yeah, right. a lot of people's issues come from parents yeah. or carers or people they've looked up to and grown mm-hmm. up with. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, children are very malleable, yeah. so we all need to look inside. And, yeah, just, like, very, like, focus, like, not focus on your child, but let them grow and also, like, care for them. Like, obviously, every parent, like, cares for their child, but when that, like, their own child problems, like, their child trauma gets pushed onto the new generation, like, it's just a cycle, and it's, like, if you don't resolve that, it's just going to get worse. Never-ending. And, Evie, your point around we should work on ourselves for the benefit of others what aspect of some of the older generations do you see need the most work? Um, I don't know. I feel like people are uncomfortable with seeing their flaws. Mm. Me included. Mm. Everyone finds it difficult to be told what they're bad at. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like just really getting to know yourself, your good and bad, can help others and taking care of yourself in mm. more ways than just like... I don't know, getting a takeaway. Like, that's not really self-care. Is it? It's <laughs> yeah. like meditating or reading co- a book. Communication or... comes a lot into that. Like, if you yeah. can't communicate, especially with your child, nothing's going to get resolved. It's just communication is key. And, you, Eva, you said earlier on that um, even as, you know, young 18-year-olds, I don't know who I am. Do you think anyone does? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone, I think there's so much to a human, no one can have a true, like, I mean, you know yourself more than anyone else does, but you, I feel like there's always more, you, more depth you can get to, mm. you can go deeper, you always can. Mm. I mean, what is life, Dad? We're on a floating rock. Like, what, yeah. there's so many questions for everything. Um, I'm going to pick up on that, Evie, because obviously you and us discuss over it, and you've used that phrase many times, and I've written about it in one of yeah. my Weekly Whispers blogs. You, It gives you perspective about Mm. on this spinning floating rock can you just explain to the listeners what (laughs) and how you use it i think it just makes me realize in a good way how insignificant i am Mm -hmm. and my issues my worries Mm -hmm. the world will keep spinning Mm -hmm. and like we're on a rock that floats in the atmosphere like that is crazy in itself my maths test like what does (laughs) that have on gravity Like it's just, I think it just. Well, puts, the mathematicians would probably say quite a lot. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just puts everything into perspective and cool. brings me back to where I am. Yeah. Mm. I've got one more question. I'm going to ask you some quick fire questions. Um, now that you're out of school, you've finished your HSC, the whole world in front of you. What are you most looking forward to? I don't know. Well, experiences in general, but yeah. probably meeting people. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like when you meet someone, they also bring knowledge and experiences and memories, laughter, fun. Like meeting, I'm only 18. I've only met people really on the beaches, bit from England, but mm. I've yeah. seen nothing. I've met no one. I'm, yeah. It's exciting. Mm. And just making your own decisions. Like I think that's very important for me, being raised in a household where everything was decided for me. So I think that's being able to have that freedom, that selection is just... Yeah, it's exciting and scary because, <laughs> because now I have to make all the decisions. Like, yeah. I, I've read that, that your generation, I'm, I don't know how true it is, but you're the sort of generation that will, you know, go out and of a Saturday protest against some right of something, but 
be scared to call up and make a oh yeah an appointment with the doctor. That's, yeah, that's definitely me. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm terrified to pick up. Even calling the dentist, I'm terrified. What's yeah. that about? I don't know. Um, I don't know because I'd yell at someone on the street if they were rude to me, yeah. my friends, but. If someone gave me the wrong order, I would take it. I'm not questioning that. I'm, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to ruin their day. That's too funny. Yeah. Look, Sammy and Evie, thank you so much um, for those insights. I'm going to finish with three or four quick fire questions, and I'll I'll just give me your first answer that mm-hmm. comes to your come to comes to your head. Are you more sunrise or sunset? Set sunset sunset yeah. sunset. Um, more wine or beer. Neither. <laughs> cruisers. Have a cruisers. cruisers. All right, all right. Are you more mango or guava cruisers? Guava. Mango. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't drink cruisers. <laughs> um, if you could attempt any profession that you've ever seen, which one would you attempt? Uh, would I be good at it or would I have to? Just attempt it. Surgery. want to be a surgeon. Surgery, right. Go into space. What's that called? Astronaut. An astronaut, yeah. That would be awesome. Okay. Um, Sum up your life story in one word so far. Short. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only little. No. Not very... (laughs) Uneventful. Okay, cool. And then final question. Uh, What's one of your hopes for yourself for the future? To be happy. Success. (laughs) Cool. I think those have been great answers. Thank you both very much for a pretty off the cuff and yeah, random conversation. Us. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. It's been great talking to you both. Thank you very much. <laughs>